1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome to On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host and the expert on all matters real estate is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Hello, Asif. Hi, Tina. Let's start with the current state of affairs. How is the buying and selling market right here in York Region right now? Well, Tina, as you've heard over the summer and, and even through the spring, uh, York Region took a huge hit in terms of number of sales. Our average price still continues to climb. However, our units sold were down, and that was because there was a number of factors. There was the announcements from the the government uh, back in April. There was the interest rate hike. So everything together kind of put everyone into a holding pattern. And we saw that more so in terms of uh, summer sales compared to previous years. But what we're seeing now is with inventory being at a high over the summer, we're starting to see some of those numbers decline. So as you drive through your neighborhood, you're going to see more sold signs out there now than for sale. And that's going to help drive the fall market. The fall market this year is going to be busier than traditionally because, uh, again, people were just waiting. And now we're starting to see some movement. We're starting to see properties move. We're starting to see buyers come off the fence. And there's some fear that if the interest rate goes up again... You know, they want to be in their house locked into a rate before that happens. So, you know, buyers are coming off the fence, which is a great sign for sellers. Absolutely. So you said that there are there is some movement. Where in the region are you seeing those properties move? Throughout. I mean, traditionally, you're going to start seeing Markham move first and Richmond Hill, and then traffic starts to move a little more north. So Stouffville will be next, Aurora, Newmarket, Keswick. Uh, but it usually does start from Markham, and then you get uh, the fallout from that moving all the way up the region. I'm going to ask you about um, an area a little west, uh, Schaumburg. I'm hearing so many things about how this is such a hot spot. Why? Again, with Richmond Hill uh, being pretty much out of reach for first-time home buyers, you're starting to see a lot of them move up to Schaumburg. We saw this before with Sharon. When, when Aurora was getting pricey, people started moving up to Sharon. So we're now with Richmond Hill, Oak Ridge is getting a little bit up there. You're starting to see people move up to Schaumburg. So a great little community, lots of stuff going on there, and it's a great place to be. Okay, well, uh, let's get to a couple of um, email questions from our listeners. This one is from Pat. Uh, Pat is looking to rent out space in her home. Is that allowed in Markham? And she's got a part two to this question. There's been a lot of discussion about secondary suites, and uh, you know, there's a, there's a movement towards that because of the affordability issue. There's not a lot of places that you can rent in Markham under $1,800 or so. So people are looking at secondary suites, and we talked about this earlier uh, when we were discussing affordability and people that live in the city of Markham looking for affordable housing uh, or, or work in the city of Markham looking for affordable housing. Right. And secondary suites could be the answer to that. Okay. So Pat also wants to know, with the new York University campus coming, is this something that she should be considering? How about space sharing like Stability or Airbnb? Are there bylaws against this or do I need special zoning? The police, uh, York Region Police, have been looking at Airbnb because in the city of Toronto, Airbnb 
have been, uh, you know, picked out as being uh, the cause of problems because people can come in and rent these places and and throw parties and there's been a lot of uh, illegal activities uh, around those. So York Region Police are on top of that as well. A lot of condo corporations are not allowing Airbnb in their condo buildings. So, you know, condo owners should be very careful because you could be in big trouble with the condo corporation if you do turn your place into an Airbnb. I would be careful with that. With York University coming in, you're going to have a lot of opportunity to rent out to students. If you're converting your home into student residence, that you know that we're going to see a lot of that happening, especially in the Kennedy and Seven areas, Warden and Seven areas. Uh, so there's going to be a lot of opportunity. I'd love to talk to you about uh, you know what you can do, where you can invest uh, in order to you know, be ready for your university in two years. Uh, is there a lot of development in that area right now in and, aware, in and around where that campus is going to be? You're seeing a lot. Well, downtown Markham has, I mean, they've been selling that for years, but you're starting to see investors focus on that area now. Before it was people that just wanted to live in the area, but now you're starting to see a lot of investors come in there. So prices are still great in that area and, and very affordable. So I, I would suggest that as the go-to area if you're looking for investing in Markham. Okay, sounds good. When we come back, we take a deep dive into the foreign buyer's market and how to position your home to sell. Stay with us. You're listening to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. More with Asif Khan and Remax Prime Properties when we come back. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Thank you, Tina. We're joined now with Peter Lee from Epoch Times. Peter, welcome to the show. Now, let's begin with the foreign buyer market. Who are they, and what are they looking for when they're looking at a house? Uh, for you know the recent years, uh, so much uh, money are outflowing for mainland China. As uh, uh, Chinese investors, they pay a, a lot of attention to the value of the property. And for specific uh, saying that uh, you know, for those people, uh, many people they are pay attention. They are paying attention to the education. So for the uh, properties around around, I mean, uh, uh, near to the school, it's always a good uh, option for them. Second of all. Uh, it's uh, also it's, uh, uh, Chinese people. They pay attention to the social circle. That means to say, they will, uh, you know, will like to uh, find one home or one property, which is uh, uh, many uh, Chinese uh, people uh, in that neighborhood. Listen, yes, actually, you can see that the, uh, the Richmond Hill and the Markham are the, uh, you know, are those uh, place which is uh, very hot for Chinese investors. Besides education. And Chinese investors, they also pay attention to a lot of things about feng shui. Actually, in many of the uh, eyes of Chinese investors, uh, 404 highway is a kind of a good symbol for good feng shui because uh, many Chinese people believe that 404 just like uh, the dragon vein, which is a good uh, symbol for feng shui. So uh, this is uh, for the uh, overall speaking, but any and also for the specific house, also the Chinese people will pay attention to the direction, even the 
interior uh, decoration of the each, each individual house. So Peter, say something like yes, please. So you know, just getting just getting back to education and how they're looking at Markham and Richmond Hill. Are there any other pockets in York Region that you're seeing them flock to because of the schools? I mean, York Region is famous for or well known for having the best schools, uh, you know, throughout Ontario. Are you seeing them going to maybe Aurora and Newmarket, or are they focusing more on Markham and Richmond Hill? Yeah, it is. It is true that the Chinese people are, are moving uh, more and more north. Actually, after Richmond Hill and uh, Markham, now in the past uh, five years, it's a, a big trend that the Chinese investors are moving even further north, like Aurora, like Newmarket. Even uh, this year, they're all the way to, to the north, like uh, Lake of Cinco, um, more and more people, they, they open their eyes to that area as well. That's true because uh, you know we have uh, we have some properties in Keswick that we're selling and we're noticing a lot of traffic coming up there and even sight unseen like they're buying these properties uh, as an investment they're renting them out afterwards uh, because they like being close to the lake is that something that is uh, that you're seeing as well or is that uh, a factor in the characteristics of what they're looking for in areas uh, do they like being close to the lake? Yes, yes. Actually, for the according to Chinese feng shui, it's mountain and uh, the water is always uh, you know the good uh, choice for for those investors. That's interesting because you know that says a lot about the Vancouver market too because they have water in the mountains there as well. Yeah, you know that uh, in the Chinese words, water means wealth. Eh? Ah, that's good to know. Peter, it's uh, it's Tina here. When we're talking about education, are they looking for um, uh, elementary schools primarily these days? Is it there? Is there growth in post-secondary education? Where are they looking? Uh, it's all, including everything. Actually, it's not only this public school system. Even for those uh, private school, always uh, attractive to uh, for for the investors. And are they looking at single-family homes, or culturally, um, do is it a multi-generational uh, home that they're looking for? Multi-generations is always, uh, you know, the yeah. So there, there is um, there's interest in in purchasing a property that maybe is is larger than um, the average home. Is that right? Yes. How do they? Peter, how do they feel about uh, being in walking distance? I've, I've heard that if a home is in walking distance to plazas, it, it means a lot more to them than having to commute. Now, is that traditionally something from back home that they like to be within walking distance? Uh, you know, I, I sold a home that was directly across from where the TNT was being built, and I didn't expect as much traffic through it as possible, but heard that that was the reason why there was so much demand for that particular location. Is there any uh, truth to that, or is there anything that you can share with us on that? Yeah. Actually, uh, for the details, you know, the, uh, for those Chinese investors, they pay attention to the convenience of the living, like uh, any the infrastructure, uh, like a shopping center, like convenience of shopping, or even for the, you know, like the uh, restaurants, for, you know, like, what you can see that in Markham and Richmond Hill, there are so many in the Chinese uh, supermarket, even some shops and then restaurants, which is uh, uh, all they consider the convenience of uh, of their life. And Peter, can you tell us a bit about the Epoch Times? What is it, and and what do you do there? Oh, thank you. Yes, I work in the sales department of the Epoch Times, uh, Epoch Media Group. 
is the uh, with the head office in New York. Uh, we have offices in 35 countries. We're serving the Chinese people, uh, like here in Toronto, it's locally and also nationally and internationally on the basis of print. Uh, we have newspapers and magazines and also TV commercial and also internet and, and social media. So you advertise to those clients um, in that newspaper who may have interest in buying property here in York Region. Is that right? Exactly. So we have the platform to connect those professional people with Chinese investors. And is that traditionally the way that they are finding these properties is, you know, through a newspaper like Epoch Times? Or how else are they, you know, navigating such a, a wide area and so many choices in real estate? Yes, it's, it's a good question. Uh, traditionally, for Chinese people, they get the information uh, basically from uh, uh, the, the traditional media is still uh, convenient for them, like uh, TV, like newspaper, magazine. At the same time, they also they get the information through internet, uh, through uh, uh, radio and social media. You know, Peter, we have a web, Remax uh, has a global website, and we're seeing a lot of traffic because our, our the Remax global website can be converted into uh, different languages as well. We're seeing a lot of traffic from there, and, and we've even sold houses from that website, sight unseen. Now, is it basically they just want the area, or you know, do they have representatives here that uh, they would trust to come and see the places? Because we're noticing a trend in the sight unseen uh, sales as well. Wow. Yes. Uh, for those uh, people who still, I mean, stay in uh, uh, China, it's always interesting that the, uh, they will send their, uh, their friends, the people they trust, or their relatives to see the property before they make the decision. Wow, that's great. That's very interesting stuff. Peter, thank you so much for sharing with us, and uh, we look forward to talking to you again real soon. You're very welcome. Thank you, Peter, for joining us. Again, that was Peter Lee from Epoch Times. And just a reminder, if you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com and click on On the Market section. When we come back, we check in with Broker of Record for REMAX Prime Properties. You're listening to On the Market on 1059 The Region. Stay with us. More with Asif Khan and REMAX Prime Properties when we come back. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's only radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with Remax Prime Properties. Thank you, Tina. Uh, we're going to be joined now by Helen Liu. Helen is broker of record for Remax Prime Properties. Helen, welcome to the show. Hello, Asif. How are you? Great, Helen. Uh, we just heard from Peter Lee, and he was mentioning uh, about the feng shui for the interior of the home and how certain things have to be moved around or positioned differently. Helen, tell us a yes. little bit about how you position a home that may or not may or may not conform to uh, you know feng shui standards, if you want to call it. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, we can talk about the T intersection. When the house is actually sitting on a T intersection, that means um, like energy money is flowing away from the home okay. and um, people living inside the home is not happy because the energy is flowing out and even the traffic is hitting the home every time the, the car is driving by and the, the remedy for it is we can actually place like plants 
on both sides of the entrance or a mirror in front of the entrance. Oh, interesting, a mirror. You, you know what, and we've, we've seen so many properties that just sit and sit because they're in a T-intersection. So plant, right. having those plants or a mirror would solve that? Yes. Interesting. Now, Helen, tell us, there was an issue once where the staircase was directly in front of the door. Now, what does that mean and how do you fix that? Actually, the stairs in front of the door means um, wealth is flowing out of the house because we call the front door the mouth of the chai, is, which means um, money. So that's going out of the house directly. It's the stairs in front of the um, door. And uh, the remedy for that is also placing friends and plants in front of the doors, in front of the entrance. In front of the entrance. And is that where money plants and orchids like what are, what is the significance of having a money plant there or a an orchid because so it just I've seen a lot of blocks that. the energy flowing uh, flowing out of the house so what do you say to buyers then helen i guess um we do have options then We're, we can't mm-hmm. feel completely um defeated if uh gee i, I live in a t intersection and i've got mm-hmm. my staircase right in front of the door i do have options so that i can appeal to all buyers right yeah, because the thing is, feng shui is only um, a part of it, right? It's also go with the per. I mean, that person as well, because every person's. Um, I don't know how do you call it in English. Maybe it's like their um, horoscope is also different. Like um, maybe um, say, for me, maybe it's better to live in a north facing house, something like that. Right. Right. It also goes with the personal uh, date of birth and stuff like that. Oh, I see. So what yeah. other um, what other feng shui um, elements would a buyer or a seller have to consider? You talked about the T intersection. You talked about the staircase at the front door. What other things should we be looking for? Um, I mean, the thing is, when you buy a house, you have to have that good feeling as as soon as you walk into the house, right? It's not only the T. I've got clients who bought uh, stairs in front of the house, but they still have a good um, growth. It's, it really depends. It's not necessary um, if you have a T-intersection or you have a stairs in front of your house, it's, it's bad house. It's so not 100%. So it's very subjective. Now, with yeah. uh, numerology, I know there are certain yes. numbers that are good and certain numbers that are bad. Uh, right. Can you get into that? Because I know sometimes you'll see in a listing lucky number eight and you'll have a bidding war just because people want to live in a number eight or a number 88 but there's other numbers that are very lucky numbers to say as well right is um number six one six eight and and i mean that's yeah it means um uh, lucky throughout that's also a lucky number so number one six eight is lucky throughout yeah oh interesting right Number eight in Chinese means fa. That means um, just a growth. Growth. Well, that's, that's and number that's four means death. That's how the pronunciation came. Yeah. Are there other elements that we should consider as um, as sellers before we put our home on the market? What other staging tips do you have for us? Like sometimes for a Chinese home, we also get a feng shui master to certify the house. Oh, tell us a little bit about that. How does that certification work, and how long does it take? What do they look for? Um, I mean, what they do is um, we call a feng shui master, so they have a, a, a thing called a bagua, so they walk around the house, and then they'll tell you, oh, if this, um, you have to place some uh, objects in that corner, 
and um, this is how the things should be placed, not blocking the energy. They'll do that. They'll, I mean, they'll work around probably like an hour or two, and then they'll give you a certificate. They said this house is feng shui certified. So almost like a consultation where they tell you what to put in certain areas of the home, and is it bakwa? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly awesome. what it is. And how do I find one of these people to certify my home? Um, there's um, a few feng shui masters on the Chinese website. Um, I think the famous one is called uh, Wu Ziming. Like, he's pretty popular in the Chinese community. Now, as as a seller, is there any particular, uh, you know, go-to feng shui staging tips that you have? Like, what is something that you tell all your sellers? It, it seems like flow and energy is very important to the process of, of selling and buying. And also, to, I mean, thing, um, a feng shui, I mean, positive energy also flows to a, a neat and clean house, right? So as long as you keep your house nice and clean, nice and neat, I mean, that's positive energy. That's great information, Helen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Helen, did you have anything else to, to add or share with us uh, today? Um, that's it for now. Thank okay. you for having me. Well, thank you for joining us. That was Helen Liu from uh, Remax Prime Properties. And Asif, we only have a few minutes left to take a couple of questions from our listeners. Let's start with this question from Sharon. Uh, she says, I read recently that a pool is a bad investment, that it returns less than 7% of its value in resale of a home. Is this the case in Markham? What do you think? Great question, Sharon. Now, Sharon, it depends on, it, a pool is very subjective. So you may have a family that's only interested in purchasing a home with a pool, and for them, the value is going to be there. However, you may have some families that absolutely love the house, but don't want the pool. It also depends on the timing. If you're trying to sell a home with a pool in the winter, you're not going to get a great return on it. But if you're trying to sell it, uh, you know, if, if people were looking at a house with a pool last weekend when it was 32 degrees, the value of that pool is going to increase a lot over, you know, during a normal period of time when we're selling. So, so a pool is very subjective. It really depends on the purchaser and how they feel about the pool, but it's not a blanket statement per se to say that it's going to take away or add value. It It is a very subjective uh, item to have in a home. So if you're putting a pool into your home, Sharon, you need to consider that not every purchaser is going to want that and you're going to limit your market for the sale of that property. Okay, I've got another question here. This one's from Eleanor. I've been advised to repaint some of my rooms because I have strong color choices. Will this affect the price of my home if I don't do that? It will affect the price of the home and also uh, the way people look at your home because you want to take as much attention away from the walls and such and and have them focus on the layout or the flow of the property. Having bright colors or, you know, the the thing that you hear a lot is, I'm selling my home, I have to paint uh, my home in neutral colors. You want people to come in and imagine the home as theirs. You know, they're decorating, they're putting their own paintings up and their, their pictures up. When you have strong colors, it's very hard for people to imagine themselves in that space if they don't like those colors. So, yes, I would say, you know, have your house painted in neutral colors. Let the purchaser come in and imagine themselves in that space, and that's going to help sell your home. Okay, part two of Eleanor's question. I've been told to take down the wallpaper. Is this necessary to maximize my sales price? 
Again, it's uh, a bit subjective. It depends on the wallpaper itself. There's some really good wallpaper out there right now that does look like uh, you know textured or painted uh, surfaces. However, if your wallpaper is dated, you do want to take it down because it will detract. People will come in and say, now I need to take this wallpaper down and paint the walls, and it's going to cost me this much money. You want to get people away from that type of thinking because, again, you want them to imagine themselves in the space. And the better or the easier you make that transition, the better it is to sell your property. Thank you, Asif. Great advice, as usual. And our time together flew by again this week. Thank you to Asif Khan and Remax Prime Properties. We'll catch up again next week. That's our show for this week. If you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. You can connect with us on Twitter at 1059theregion, or you can call us at 416-335-1059, or email info at 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. This is 1059 The Region.